It's the Dirty Sheets. We are back again with our year end, and it is going to be where we give out those awards, and we tweeted out earlier and everything this week what we were having for categories and ask you guys to chime in, see if uh, what you guys thought. I'm Cap Manning. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. All of my nonsense is at lingusmafia.com. All right, that too, but it's uh, at Lingus Mafia on Twitter. I am along with your number one source in all of professional wrestling and in gambling, uh, which we just cleaned up a lot of uh, today. That is Mr. Billy Body. Hey, yeah, I um, I haven't actually done any wrestling content since uh, since before Christmas, but there is stuff coming through this week, um, clearing up this situation with Rock Roman. Is it happening? Is it mania? Is it the elimination chamber? Which is a crazy rumor that's going that's around. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. Well, apparently, because Australia are paying up some money, they're going to do this show there. That that's not what's happening. So I'll talk about that. Um, also, wanted to um, confirm this Drew Mac a Drew McIntyre story I, I spoke about before. What was supposed to happen? What's going on with the deal? What's changed? Why he may have legitimately been pissed off about CM Punk? So, these are two stories that I'm going to put out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we're back and working again, so they'll be on. Um, they'll be out early, and then we can discuss them on the Informer because, of course, there's a new there's a new format. There'll be a dirty sheets and a wrestling Informer behind the paywall every week. Two thirty-minute shows, and they'll be split up. So yeah, that'll be from this week as well, which I consider, I consider next week to really, or from now, really to be week one. Mm-hmm. That first to the eighth kind of week doesn't really count. It's also when, you know, for people that go to the gym long term, it's the week after where you really start because we're used to going to the gym all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah. And like, and then I go in there like on January first to go. All oh, right, that, that's <laughs> this is how it, this is how it's going to be yep. this week because I'm going to have to fucking I have to I can't be like how many you got? I'll know and I'll come back in five minutes. I've got to fucking stand by something now mm. and wait till that and get on it immediately. Like this, I need to like basically kick my bottle of water at the machine to make sure <laughs> that I get on it fucking next. Um, this whole week so it's been fucking awful I have been every day um, I did already break the um, steak and eggs till I get from January 1st all the way to Royal Rumble thing that I was doing because mm. the girl I'm seeing fucking force feeding me crisps <laughs> and um, said that she couldn't have she couldn't have an ice cream at a the theater unless I had an ice cream and she wanted oh, an ice cream but she, she couldn't have she couldn't have, she wouldn't have one unless I ordered one. I was like, bitch, do you know what I'm fucking trying to do? I literally told you. She was like, it's one day, it's one day. I said, one day will be one day for you, and then one day will be one day for my kid. And to be honest, I'd rather have eaten with my kid at the cinema because he's a fucking kid. Um, but but no, I, I I broke it for her on the second of Jan, but I haven't broken it since. Pussy. Not even today. The power of pussy. Not even today. <laughs> It really doesn't compel me like like some guys, but I'll I'll talk to you about it off the show. <laughs> oh fuck! So yeah, we will have a bunch of stuff. Um, like since football's winding down, there's a lot less than we have to do with uh, our 
patreon.com slash NFL six pack, um, less games to have to go through. So um, we're able to do some more wrestling for everybody. But we have the end of the year awards and we went through, uh, we gave a bunch of things out where it was everybody could vote on uh, a bunch of things. And so we're going to say, you know, what you guys thought. And also we gave confidence points to a lot of these things to where it was, what do we think is a lock for things, giving them a 10 and you work your way all the way down to a a one. And then we just going to have botch of the year by itself, you know, because that's always something. So, um, which category do you think we should start with Billy? Should we start with, um, let's start with, since it's the beginning, What's the worst? Who's the worst wrestler of the year? Um, let me see what our, our categories were here actually for this, <laughs> or our contestants, should I say. Um, let's see, worst wrestler of the year. Let me scroll down to it because there was quite a few in the running that were good here. So worst wrestler, and I wrote, not of their own fault, or is it? Uh, first was Keith Lee. John Cena, Karrion Cross, and John Moxley. Um, I gave this one confidence point in what I picked because... Oh, oh I only gave it two confidence points. There you go. So, yeah. There you go. So it was... I'm like, yeah, people could go a lot of ways, and I really wouldn't disagree with pretty much anything they would say. Um, I went... Well, I'm the category... Mm-hmm. I'm the category maker, so I think, you know, sort of before we run through the result like i should i think i should say like uh, 30 seconds on on how we arrived sure. here um this, this is a combination of being poor not being what they used to be so in terms of you expect more from them so there is no point putting kazawa in here who actually isn't a bad little wrestler but there's no point putting in kazawa or or um qt marshall or anything because yeah. there is zero expectation there is a there is an expectation, or there was an expectation of all four of these people. Of course, like Cena, WrestleMania main eventer used to be the top guy in the company. Moves very differently now. Doesn't even bother putting some powder in his head to make it look like he has some. Um, Carrying Cross is on his fifth or sixth push. We all know about John Moxley. Like bleeds more than his wife, and um, and then you got Keith Lee. Wow, what a fucking I mean, what a fucking downturn for him. I almost put Daniel Bryan on this too. Um, just to let you know, I've not been impressed by his trajectory either, but I landed on these four because I thought Bryan would be a little bit too harsh. Maybe next year when he actually has brain damage. But um, but yeah, at the moment, just these four. So I actually picked Karrion Cross. Um, it was between him and Keith Lee for me, for sure. Uh Carrying cross because they 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 called him back and like it's just been nothing. You even forget he's there. Like they don't even he's not around on TV. He finally starts now. It's a new year though, but you wouldn't even have known he was around. And when he was around, it was always a promo about how he is going to take over things and he's going to kick everyone's ass. This and that, and he would never fucking win. He would lose every single one of these. He would start a feud. And never get a fucking win. And it was like the very next promo is you would think he have won. And it's right back to it about, you know, I'm going to show everyone his spooky fucking bullshit, which 
Uh, I really wish they did your idea about the, uh, what'd you call it? The, I almost want to say starlets. What do you call it? Um, where he's on the red carpets and shit like that. What would, what did we call that? Just the influencers. Influencers. That's fucking, yeah, something like that. So he'd be at the red carpets and they'd be all glammed out, you know, with the sunglasses and be all cool and shit and, you know, attending movie premieres and things like that. That'd be the way to go. He comes in there, you know, and it's always the, the mean face and all that kind of shit. But, um, yeah, I picked Karrion Cross, and I gave only one confidence point there. Um, next one we do, um, we, we've got to run through the um, the listeners' percentages as well. I have um, it in front of me. We can, we'll go to it after we uh, do ours, I think. Yeah, so I, I gave Cross as well with two confidence points. Oh, very good. Um, it, it was between him and, and Moxley, but, I mean, you'd argue that Moxley's flirted around the top of the card and you'd also argue that this is what he wanted to do but I think what he wants to do is fucking awful and if I, I don't understand if, if you're being paid something a certain amount of money um, and you know it's it's, it's a high you're, you're a high earner I would want to earn that for as long as possible and I would do as little as, as, as possible I understand having pride in your career and pride in your work, but this isn't that type of work. So if it involves excessively bleeding to the point where you're taking away from it, um, the, the, the John Moxley matches are all the same. They, they cannot compete for any kind of match of the year category in terms of the way that they are just, he bleeds, the other guy bleeds and the other guy almost wins and either he wins and or the other guy wins. It's, it's all the same. It's all all the actual in ring and is very clunky. Um, we all we all saw what's happened to Cena this year, but you know there's there's excuses for everybody um, other than Keith Lee and and Karen Cross. There's excuses for Brian, excuses for Moxley. Uh, Cena is obviously the age thing and the part time thing. I can't think of excuses for why Keith Lee has gone so badly, um, and and I can't think of why cross keeps coming in and out and then i look even at the new repackaging and i think to myself okay like it's another attempt and it's slightly different but when i look at what they've done with them his wife didn't need to go dark with her hair she looks worse if they were doing something with people's hair she should have stayed blonde and he should have cut his off <laughs> like that that's the hair that's the hair thing that we needed to do in this situation not him keep his hair long and her look like his sister. Um, that that's not what they needed to do. So, yeah, it's just I don't think it'll work again. So he's the he's the worst wrestler. All right, let's go to let's see. How about face of the year? Well, what are the listeners? Oh, let's see. Um, duh. Let's go to that. What's the worst? Let me scroll to it as I was just on it. Okay. Um, Keith Lee wins with thirty eight percent from the listeners. Uh, Keith Lee was at thirty eight. Uh, next in line was Moxley at 32, carrying Cross 24, and Cena got a six percentage points. Correct. So, like I said, well, it's the next one really could be any. Good. Yeah, read the um, the listeners' percentages first, so okay. we can then just ignore their opinions immediately after. <laughs> okay. Uh, next will be moment of the year. I rated Great. this a number ten. Is my highest confidence on here. The category or the uh, contestants were uh, Punk's return, the Usos' turn on Roman, 
Roman beats Cody, and Sammy turns face. Now, it's very funny because of my thought on this, but I'm going to read theirs first, right? So they have it as 60% Punk's return wins for the audience. Uh, And then quite a drop down to 19% is Sammy turning face. And then we get Usos turning on Roman at 13%. And then you have Roman beating Cody at 8%. So I put Punk as the moment of the year. And I had a conflict, which is what was second place. And that's Sammy turning face. Uh, Punk for me gets it. He's gone, whatever they say, you know, nine, 10 years, whatever, right? Close enough. Um, So that was the big holy shit thing. And from where he came from and the drama over there, that all makes it add up pretty well. Like it's like a a lot of holy shit moments altogether rolled into one. Um, When you go for storyline and stuff like that, that Sammy turn, that crowd, the the noise that that crowd made when he fucking hit Roman with the fucking chair, that was some melting down the walls fucking cheer. Like, it's, if they said Sammy's thing, I mean, Punk gets it just because of who he is and he's been gone, like we said, but for storyline and all that kind of shit, if you're doing, you know, truly on just that kind of thing, the Sammy is insanely high on my list, but uh, I put Punk at uh, 10. Yeah, so I have this as a 10 as well, uh, meaning that I felt that it was the most um, no-brainer winner of the of the slate, and that was Punk returning too. Um, the reason I arrived at the categories was simply because the, the cheer for Sammy turning in the build-up was incredible it was from the best storytelling we've had for years same with the usos the usos got a huge rise out of the saudis which is difficult to do because this has been a poor stamina crowd over the years who start huge for the first match and wwe have almost scheduled it around that where they always give them a big first match while they're while they're lively um, and then they run out of gas but they had the gas for usos double kicking roman in the face mm. um Obviously, this, this this weakens itself when we see what's happened with Jimmy. Um, and then the other one I put in was Roman winning because I felt that I was at ringside for that. Um, there was zero expectation that that was going to happen because not a lot of people listen to this podcast. Um, but um, if they had, they would, wouldn't would have been as surprised. Um, but there was that was a real, like, what the fuck just happened? The, the attitude was almost around that match was, okay, the last thing we're going to see is is Cody winning. Um, and it, it didn't happen. And that doesn't very often happen in wrestling. Mm, very much so. Especially now. Yeah, well, nowadays, with WrestleMania main event, you know who's winning nine times out of ten. Yeah. So, so far, we're on the same page with our thoughts. Um, pay-per-view of the year, which is next. Uh, this one I have more trouble with. Because you have the encyclopedia mind. I do not. It is very hard for me to remember anything that went on in any of these pay-per-views unless something was, like, major, like, oh, you would remember the moment. Like, the Survivor Series thing, the only thing I pretty much remember from that is that Punk came in. Um, So what we had as categories here were um, the contestants, as I keep on not saying right, Mania Night 1, Money in the Bank, Survivor Series, and Revolution. 
Uh, can you run through a couple of the things in each of these that would uh, is w- like why they're on the list? You give me a couple uh, bullet points of each one of these. Like, uh, what sticks out to you, Mania Night One? Yeah, night. So I have a confidence rating of nine for this one. Uh, mm. WrestleMania Night. WrestleMania Night One closed out with Sammy and Kevin Owens beating the Usos for the title. But also on the show, we had Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, which could have gone on last. We had Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. We had Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. And we also had a, a fatal four-way match with Street Profits and Braun Strowman and Ricochet and whatnot, which was another good match on the show. In fact, the only bad match on the show was, was John Cena and Austin Theory. Mm. So this was a stacked, this was a stacked night. Uh, three, three of the best matches of the year on this night. You know what's funny is you you mentioned that four way because remember I I what does catch my memory is we all said why the fuck is this on the show fuck this match and it was like fantastic <laughs> we're like whoa yeah. what the fuck happened here so uh, money in the bank yeah money in the bank was the one from the what the money in the bank in the UK mm. priest and Neo Sky won won the gold uh, Roman Reigns got pinned. For the first time, uh, as they lost okay. uh, to the Usos, and uh, John Cena ret- uh, popped out. I know when UK fans went mental for for Cena. So yeah, it was. This was more of a a card where it had a lot on it. Um, I, I don't know if we had any. We didn't. We definitely did not have any five star matches on it. But it was one of those that was kind of four star. For throughout, like it was, it was very consistent. It was it, it went by very quick. So, what about Survivor Series? Because other than the the War Games match and Punk showing up, I, and that just happened, I couldn't tell you what else happened. Yeah, this is a this is me sort of conceding to public voting and me wanting to put it here to shoot down the fact that is not this is not the card of the year. Um, it had the best ending of the year. It had the best maybe last eight to ten minutes of the year with Orton stopping the cash-in and being in the match and then Punk returning straight after. Uh, very AEW-esque, but obviously you can't compare Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole when they did it to Randy Orton and uh, and CM Punk. The, the star power is just completely different um, when, you, when you're looking at those guys. Um but yeah, that was that was a big finish. But through the rest of the show, I was disinterested. Uh, women's War Games match was okay. Um, then I kind of fell asleep. I, I know Miz and Gunther was decent because I have watched it back. Um, but Eos, but uh, Rhea Ripley and uh, Zoe Stark felt like it was too um, mishmashy. Um, I can't remember what was on the card. I know. Um, Santos Escobar won, won a match against, I think it was against Dragon Lee. But yeah, this this was, was it Dragon Lee? I think so. Um, yeah, this this was all about the end. And it got some very, very generous voting from people who don't consider recency bias. And I thought it was just very much based on recency bias and what happened at the end. Um, the pay-per-view was not good. It had a very poor 90 minutes in the middle. Um, which which I don't think puts it as a genuine contender, but I, but I saw it winning. I saw it winning a lot of polls for pay per view of the year hmm. in, in December. Uh, and the last one, Revolution. 
Yeah, I think this is best the AEW's best pay-per-view of the year. Um, there isn't really a bad match on it. Um, even Moxley and Hangman were, were justified to kill each other because this is when you do do it, when you've been feuding for a while uh, and this is a third match and then you can bleed and do what you want. I mean, a lot of the stuff was pretty over the top, but if you are going to do it, do it here. Um, you main event it with the Iron Man match with MJF and Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, uh, which was the last time MJF was good as champion, uh, and then he fell off as a as a, as a babyface became completely disinteresting to me. Um, so yeah, I think this is the last time MJF was was really great. Um, but as I said, like this was consistent. Um, even Ricky Stark. Chris Jericho opened up, I would probably say um, that and the the six-person match with the, with the acclaimed was probably the worst two matches on the card, and they weren't terrible. So, yeah, I, I mean, there was a women's match too, um, a, three-way, a three-way match on the show. That wasn't great either. But, but yeah, it, I, I, overall, it was, it was their best show. So uh, the order of <clears throat> what the audience voted, it was Mania Night won 60%. And then it drops to Survivor Series, 16%, Revolution, 14 Money in the Bank, 10 uh, I went with Mania Night 1, uh, but I only gave it four confidence points because of my inability to remember shit that happened from any of these shows. So I wasn't like, oh, that show's the great Like, I couldn't have fucking told you anything else. Uh, and you had this ranked at how many, how many points? Nine? Nine, yeah. And what did you pick? Mania Night One. Okay. The audience is correct. That sixty percent. Um, it's not this. This is not really a contest. Mania Night One was by far the best, the best wrestling show of the year. Um, just, I mean, three matches that could have been in the match of the year category. In fact, two of them are in my category. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I added another five, Logan and Seth would have got on. But but it was just the top four. So okay. Uh, next, let's do Rookie of the Year. The contestants in this were Solo, Sokoa, uh, Dominic Mysterio, Logan Paul, and Tiffany Stratton. Uh, the audience picked Dominic as 49%. It's kind of weird because I'm like, are they considered rookies? You know, because I'm like, were they there a little bit prior? But it's like, it's not a full year, one of those deals, you know? Um Let's see. So 49% for Dominic, 31 for Logan Paul. Uh, I really like Logan Paul, but th- for me, it was just, you know, not many matches. That's the problem. But when he did, it was fucking phenomenal. Uh, next, you have Solo with 13%, followed by taking it in the rear is Tiffany Stratton at 7%. I have this at five confidence points. Because I did not pick what the audience picked. I picked Solo. Uh, Solo barely had a fucking loss the entire fucking year. He got pushed like crazy. He ends up beating Cena at the fucking end. Uh, so for me, I thought... And and he was there all the time. So it wasn't like he'd have a, a match here and there. I understand the Dominic thing because he's you know winning title. And he's in a major group that's front and center and stuff like that. But... Uh, Solo barely lost a match. Yeah, I mean, rookie by definition, when people say their rookie year, 
Um, I don't think that's necessarily applicable in wrestling when um, you have guys who sort of come in and they might be in NXT for a bit and then they come up to the main roster. I know Tiffany's not even done that yet, but she did. She's making an appearance. I think there's an awareness of her. I think for for wrestling, it's really your anything in your first three years, you are still a rookie. Um, so I would consider, I would reconsider Solo again next year, but I would not reconsider, and I'd, t- and I'd consider Tiffany again next year, but I would not consider Dominic or Logan Paul next year because at that point, Logan's done, uh, debuted at WrestleMania 37, and the cutoff would be when he appears at WrestleMania uh, 40, so I wouldn't use him again, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't use Dom either. But I think for me, that that that's what it is. Plus also, Dominic and Logan doing very different characters this year in 2023 than they did before when Dom was with his dad in the tag team. It's different. When Logan was trying to get people to cheer him, it was different and they both given up on that. Um, and Solo does fit in because he only debuted in September 2022. Um, but then he, you know, he had the NXT year before that. Do you count it? Do you not count it? Um Tiffany, like she'll be in this for a while. Um, she she'll be in this next year too, and maybe the year after. But um, I had a confidence of five for this one. Yeah, same, um, same with me. Uh, yeah, but mine's for Logan Paul. Okay. Um, so I we're we're fucked now because <laughs> I've got five and you've got five, and it's the one, and we can't, uh, and the audience have a different winner. And the so Dominic, for me, Dominic. Three different ones. Yeah. That's great. So I guess the tiebreaker would be who the audience gave the most out of R2. Um, but for me, That's I true. the reasoning behind the reasoning behind Logan was just simply um, how easy he's done this, um, how he makes it look like anybody. I mean, it's not necessarily a good thing, um, but I but I think it's not. I don't think the I think the way he makes it look is what I'm trying to say. Isn't necessarily true. He makes it look like anybody can come off the streets and do this. And he actually does allude to that in some of his promos as well, saying, oh, I've only been here for this long and I do this. Um, But the reality is it's not a fucking easy thing to do, not to the level that he does it, not the way he speaks, not the heat that he generates, the matches that he's had. He hasn't had a bad one at all so far um so yeah i think he makes something hard look very easy mm-hmm. um and natural so that's why i gave it to him because i don't think anybody since maybe kurt angle has has done it this good at this at this at this stage um but angle was in there every night doing it all the time he comes in wrestles every three months and normally has the best match on the show so by by the um by the rules here, Logan Paul wins because he was at 31% second place on this uh, poll uh, to Dominic that was 49. So he was pretty close uh, at second. And Solo was quite a difference from Logan. It was 31% to then 13%. So Logan Paul wins okay. that category. Uh, let's go with the tag team of the year. Uh now, the, the contestants here were Owens and Sammy, the Usos, FTR, and the Acclaimed. It was actually a little difficult to try to get full all these tag teams on here because it was like, who who did anything besides, like, you hear the first, like, three, and then you're like, all right, now who else? Um, 
that's why it's a confidence of of one of number one for me. Just there's just a one out of ten. Oh, it's, it's the lowest because that's funny because I have it at seven. Right. So I had this pretty high. Um, so the audience, it was pretty tight between the audience, except for last place. They have the Usos winning this 36%. Second is 29% with Sammy and Owens. And third is 26% right beneath that as FTR. And then the Acclaim got nine. So I went with FTR because... Like, that was the major thing over there. FTR had every belt until, you know, the Bucks refused to let them have AEW belt, too, because they're little fucking children. Um, but they were, like, the major team this year of everybody. It was That was the real wrestling tag team, and they had all they had 50,000 belts, all that kind of stuff. So I, I gave it to, to them since I, I watched that show, and I saw how they, they went about everything for a long time there. Usos had the belts, obviously, the record and all that stuff, but it was given up in April. Uh, I felt like, and then Sammy and Owens, they had it for a little bit. They didn't have it for, you know, terribly long, but I felt FTR had, like, tag titles from multiple companies, which, I, I mean, I'm not one to be like, oh, look, they have Japan and Mexico. I mean, you know, whatever, but they were titles, and they had, and the ROH or whatever the fuck it was, uh, and they had it was, like, whole fucking year uh they had multiple titles so i gave it to ftr uh i thought it was i thought this was the one that was like aew clearly uh had had the tag team division better i thought uh at this point with who they had as champions at least uh so i gave them a seven for that I only had it as a one um i wasn't i wasn't bothered about the category mm -hmm. uh, i certainly didn't agree I did not agree with the Usos. They lost at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. um, they reformed to try and um, after they lost rematches and then reformed to take on Roman and Solo in the match. They did win, leading to the SummerSlam main event. But yeah, they were only tag team for half the year. Um, Owens and Sammy they ran from WrestleMania through to October or so. So I, I gave it to them mm -hmm. um, because of the matches that they had with the Usos and the Judgment Day and whatnot. But um, they might be able to uh, be in the running for another reward later because they're in, involved in match of the year too. Um, so yeah, I'm fine with your choice. I only have a confidence level of one, so your confidence okay. vote takes takes that. All right, let's go to. Let's see what are we at here? Just as I scroll because I did that. Okay, we're at heel, heel of the year, and the contestants were Gunther, Roman. Rhea and Logan Paul. You know, I really wouldn't be upset by any of these. So that's why I gave it a uh, a two in my confidence because I was like, well, I'm not going to be bad if anybody else wins this, but um, I had a, a logic to it. So the audience was head and shoulders picking Roman at 62%. Next in line mm. was Gunther at 21%. Logan was at 12, and Rhea was at 5. Now, I can give you a reason for each of these people, really. Roman, the, the head bad guy of the company, has had the championship for 100 years, uh, never loses. He's, he's the top heel. He's the top wrestler, right? So right there, you go, okay, no wonder. I got it. Gunther, holding this IC title for a record, 
uh, doing a very good job. His matches are really good. I, I enjoy watching him, actually. Um, his body bothers me, but he, he's he's good at what he does. And he comes across as believable to me. Uh, so him being the second-tier bad guy and having that title for that long does that. You were going to say something? No. Okay. I thought you were gasping to say something. Um, Rhea, uh, even as the woman, though, she's one of the fucking... Uh, hottest people in the business as in you know uh career wise that she's had her belt for a very long time now and she's the top heel uh woman and then you got logan paul who's really good at being a fucking bad guy but he's not there enough for me to say he should win this if he was there full-time each week easily could win this um but i went with gunther so i was uh what the people were voting second to um, because he's there more. Roman isn't there as much where I'm like, okay, well, if two guys are really good uh, bad guys here, I got to go with the guy who's there more often doing it and because um, def he defends that title quite a lot and uh, gets into shit. I could see that he's not the the typical bad guy where, you know, he, he speaks well for, you know, being a second language and all that kind of stuff. It's not like you don't know what the hell he's doing. And um, comes across well for me. So for me, I said Gunther, but I only had it at two because I could really see any of them winning this. I had this at six, mm. and I gave I gave it to Roman. Okay, um, so Roman wins this. One. I, I I I wasn't really you know this was like half 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 for me. Like in terms of, I wasn't bothered who win it, but actually yeah. like. Gunther wasn't my second either. I, I actually preferred Logan's work. Um, there's something about Gunther that doesn't really translate to me in terms mm -hmm. of, okay, he's this level now. Can he kick on to the next level? And I'm just not sure that acceptance was there. Um, I saw like Miz kind of pulled something out of him um, in, in, in the mic work department. But at the same time, some of the stuff Miz said was actually true. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that whole... Nazi gimmick, which can't be a Nazi gimmick because it's 2024 and everybody's woke and <laughs> WWE have sponsors, can't be what it should be. So if you can't be the full-on Nazi and you're just in there having good wrestling matches and cutting like so-so promos, um, and and even the opponents that they've given him, I don't think have been strong enough and believable enough to to actually win the belt from him. It's it's a struggle to see who actually does it. Um, you know, Chad Gable, The Miz. Um, I've not been that impressed by it. But Roman, uh, when he comes in, it's a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. um, I think I want him to do more stuff backstage to pretend that he's there every week. I'd be making an effort and say, right, we've got you here. We got you on the plane. We have actually used some foresight for our main storyline to know where it's going to be going for the next four weeks. So we're going to pretend that you're in the building. Like, I'd like <laughs> a lot more of that to kind of add on to it. Um, I mean, I've got information about Roman, which I'm going to do on the on the news side, which kind of um, relates to that rock story as well. So I feel that Roman's going to be hanging around and being around a bit more, uh, especially for Mania season and then even on to next year. Mm. So yeah, I think that's... Um, I think he's still the heel of the year. I think if the, the story as a whole for the first time he did lose a little bit of steam 
but it was nothing to do with Roman. It was just to do with the Jim Uso thing, which we'll talk about later. Um, we've got Botch of the Year coming up. So um, for me, it's Roman uh, at, at a six confidence. Okay. I, I agree with all this. Okay, Roman wins. Uh, now we are going to face of the year. The contestants are CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and Sami Zayn. It is funny because the order that this breaks down, Cody, the audience have voted Cody 55%. Next is Punk with 23%, followed by Sammy at 22 Seth, zero. Not one vote. <laughs> Not one fucking and he's the vote. WWE, he's the WWE champion, which is what I've been saying all year. Mm -hmm. Not one fucking... Zero, zero votes. <laughs> um... I think this was pretty clear cut for um, for this. I had it at eight because I couldn't give a, another one a ten, um, but it was Cody. Um, if there was ever a fucking white meat baby face, it's Cody. He's sign. He's taking. He's hugging babies and kissing babies and signing things on the way to the ring and giving his things away and fighting from underneath and you know has the crowd with him. He is. He's the new Cena. Um, and I think they're doing it well where he's not, like we said last year, don't let him win the fucking title. It's too soon. He'll get shit on immediately. Um, so I think they're doing it right. They don't, there's no need to rush. He's not a 50 year old man. There's no need to rush him and go, Oh, hurry up with the title. He could win this title next mania. Not this one, the next one. I'm fine with that. Then I, I still think they're going to do him losing one more time to Roman before he wins it because his father took three times and you know they're going to do the same exact thing where it's he's like, you know, dusty. It took me three times to beat Flair. It took him three times to beat Roman. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, so, yes, I, I'm on Cody here and I have it at eight points. I got this at three points. I went for CM Punk. Um, CM Punk made Tony Khan fear for his life. That for me <laughs> that's, is the, that's is a baby the, face. <laughs> that's the that's the greatest thing you can do in the business at the moment. So I that alone But it's the safest work environment. How's that possible? <laughs> that's the best. I got the safest work environment here and then they show all the botches plus ah oh, I fucking fear for my life. <laughs> Yeah, and he actually went out on the. Uh, did you see? Have you seen the one where he goes out and tells the audience? Yes, he well, sits on the on fucking the chair while they boo him. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable that guy. He's unfucking. He can't get out of his own way. He needs to. He likes the limelight. He likes to be in the spotlight and be famous. That's the thing with him, where he should just be like, "I'm never getting on camera ever." Didn't he say that in the beginning of getting the company? You're not going to see me on TV like Vince. Like he talks shit, right? Uh, he might as well have been the devil because that would have been better. Like oh at least God, it would have been more intrigued. But, um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, like I think I think Punk did decent work when he when he did go back for a bit, especially on the mic. And then obviously, um, the best is yet to come. But like the responses to what he's done in WWE as well. So it it it, it was a justified selection. Um, he's been a babyface all year, and he's got the best reactions. Um, but yeah, if Cody has to win, I think he wins purely on. TV time on time on screen. That's all. Okay. All right. So now let's see what we have since we we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. There's only male wrestler, female wrestler and match. 
of the year left. So let's go to the match. And we'll. And on, on confidence, I have um, a seven, eight, and a four left. I have a six, a nine, and a three. And I bet okay. you your eight is my nine. So we'll see where we're at. Uh, match of the year. The contestants are Rhea versus Charlotte, Owens and Sammy versus Balor and Priest, or as I like to call them, Priest and Boy. Usos versus Owens and, and Zane, and Swerve versus Hangman. The audience picks Usos versus Sammy and Owens at 52%. Next would be wow. Rhea versus Charlotte at 27. Swerve, Hangman, 15. Owens, Zane, Balor, and Priest at 6 so for me, this I gave this my one of my lowest, and that's the three. And that's because of pretty much my own, you know, not remembering shit, right? So I can't be like, no, unless I fucking, you know, jumped up and down from a match or something, which I could barely remember half of them. So I went with Usos versus Sammy and uh, Owens. Because this was the changing of the title. It was the main event for Mania 1. Um, breaking the record that they had. And it was an enormous storyline that went on for ages. And all came to a head. So for me, a match matters more when I have uh, something going into it. Some meat on the bones. I don't want to just see, oh, nice chain wrestling match that has, you know. Go, go watch the fucking Continental Classic then if that's what the fuck you want. But, um... I like a fucking storyline. It means way more when um, there's something going on. Like, as you know, Billy, I don't know if you'll remember. What's my favorite match of all time? Macho Man and Jake the Snake. There you fucking go. The match is two seconds fucking long, and it's the greatest fucking match. It's not two seconds, but it's blood, blood feud, and the shit that goes on afterwards is insane. It's fucking unbelievable, and it's just fucking fantastic because there's fucking well, passion mine's behind War it. Rumble. Mine's War Rumble 92, so. Just the actual entire Rumble. The match, the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like when they call that a match. I'm like, it's not a match. <laughs> it's a battle royal. I can't call it a match. Um, So, yes, I picked uh, Usos and Sammy, but I gave it three. I was at this show. I went for Rhea and Charlotte, mm. and I gave it seven. So okay. um, I, I just think this is the best women's match ever. Um, and I think it's important to, to to establish the importance of that because last year we had uh, Becky and Becky and Bianca had matches, and they were put up there those match of the year and that was one of the greatest women's matches whatever Be Becky Lynch is a, is a lot of things she's a, she's a she's a good talker I think she's super hot some you you, you don't like her no, I, I think I she's pretty uh, she's a pretty girl but like normal pretty like I'd be able to be friends with her and not be like god I need to fuck this broad no I would be the opposite <laughs> for me um, but, <laughs> like, um, I don't want to see you unless I'm fucking yeah, it would be hard. Um, but but yeah, <laughs> so but, but but a great 
a great um a great wrestler she's she's not her her stuff her stuff sometimes doesn't look great she's kind of reminds me she's like a female john cena like she can have good matches but it's it's through the storytelling mm -hmm. but if you look at the kicks punches and the selling it's not it, you can't ever say it's the great greatest yeah. these two actually are like they actually can they the, the biggest compliment i can give this match is that it looked like two very good male wrestlers going out there <laughs> and having a match which which well, means that like it's, they could. It's, <laughs> or maybe that's what it takes maybe if you that's can it. actually maybe if you put maybe if you put on some real fucking muscle mass and you build yourself into into men then you can go do what men do like and that's and that's the difference because they put their bodies through a lot more Charlotte always sells with the whole crying and everything and it's fucking and and she you know there was some near falls in this where it's like oh my god I thought Rhea was going to win and she did but but it was pretty convincing especially to the to the live crowd and they also they were put in a terrible spot like you after Logan Paul and Seth Rollins and Mysterio versus Dominic even the crowd were like oh what's going to be the main event and it was this and it wasn't this so you're kind of tuned out of this match in this spot um and then they forced everybody to care about it um so much so that everybody was absolutely cheering back and forth into it like the last 10 minutes like the crowd were on their feet like this was the final match they 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 got them um from a very difficult position so yeah for me this 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 should win. Uh, it, it, I think it is. I think it is a better match than Usos versus Owen and Zayn. But I'm fine with either um, because that was a good WrestleMania main event. But it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be that mm -hmm. because they were they were the Usos always deliver, um, and that was a very safe main event. It's a very safe like winner as well. I I just think the girls should get it. So um, I, gave I, I I gave it. Cool. I, I have a rumor that um, there's going to be a match at WrestleMania this year, um, and it probably will top this for you uh, by the category that you like, and it's uh, Nyla Rose versus Gabby Tuft. So that might be something you might be interested in. It's mad, because that's actually a dude, and he can't, he can't move at all or do anything good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I think... The, the, these two are the number one and two, and obviously we won't get this match. We might get it again, like, but obviously this is this is at their absolute peak, and they delivered like a match. So, um, but by the rules, it should it should win because my rating outnumbers yes. yours. But it's it is. Really so yes, the Rio yeah, versus I, Charlotte does. But win I have, this I, I, the, the the other one for me was was second. Um, I think. Owens and Zayn versus Balor and Priest is very underrated. It didn't happen at a major pay-per-view, but it was that street fight where they went in Pittsburgh, and I think it was, and they went all over yeah, the building. And that was good. JD McDonough, JD McDonough was trying to get involved, so I think maybe this is down to people forgetting. And Swerve versus Hangman was just recent, and, and it's, it's a match shock where factor. I, I think a lot of people thought Hangman was going to win, yes. but it was. Um, <laughs> He had a lot, a lot, a lot of false finishes, a lot of stuff, which a lot of Moxley-like stuff, which was actually, it was weird because it was refreshing that he wasn't in a match and two other guys were doing this to each other. Mm -hmm. um, and it made more sense because of what they had done to each other going in. Yeah. When Moxley just does that stuff for the sake of it, 
Um, I mean, these guys have built up a real hate. So, yeah, this this I think the, the thirteen and six percent is very disrespectful to those bottom two matches. They they all deserve to be here. But yeah, Rhea and Charlotte. Okay, uh, two more before we uh, talk about the botch. Uh, female match, or sorry, female of the year. Uh, that would be the contestants are Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm. Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Uh, the crowd went with Rhea in a fucking landslide. Um, and for me to jump ahead, this was my nine confidence, and it is Rhea. Uh, and the audience agreed. It's my eight. With, see, yeah, there you go. I knew it would be. <laughs> I was like, yeah. and it's going to be your highest one that you have left. Um, yeah, and it's Rhea with, she wins on this by 77%. Uh, Tony is 14 and I mean, Tony just started that gimmick, which I laugh. It makes me fucking laugh every time. I think it's fantastic. Um, the cameraman fucks it up though. Every time the fucking director, not the cameraman, the director's a fucking tool. And, uh, I make it a fucking, a mission in my life to call him out on every fucking, uh, wrestling show I do. I talk shit cause he's fucking horrible. The director, uh, Tony Storm's 14%. Bianca at five. Becky at four. Um, Becky hasn't really done much. Um, she's just been around. I mean, she won the NXT title. I don't know if you want to fucking, you know, jump up and down for that. But, um, and Bianca's just Bianca. I, I think Bianca's stale. She needs to, I really wish she would go with like Lashley and the Street Profits and be a bad guy. I, I it's it's time for for something fucking different. But she sells very well as a babyface for the company. You know, like her stuff sells, and all oh, the little girls want to be athletic like her. It's all that kind of stuff, right? So I think that's why she's uh, the babyface more so than anything else. But like I said, well, nine, and I picked Rhea, and you picked Rhea as well at eight, right? I did um, yeah. to explain more, like how people got here. Like, yeah, Tony was involved in the outcasts and um she was champion actually for mm -hmm. at the start of, uh she was champion at the start like oh well she won it um during the year sorry at the start of the year i believe it was the um the british girl uh, um who got injured oh uh yeah the one who looks like blair davenport <laughs> the fuck is her yeah. name yeah i know with uh brit baker's friend Jesus. Jamie Hater. There you go. I'm like, why can't I remember her fucking name? Yeah. He got she got it off Jamie Hater and then lost it to um the Japanese girl. Yeah, so Ishida. Ishida, yeah. I call her this Ishida. Is me, like <laughs> this, this is me watching AW like recently. <laughs> uh least, least, I haven't watched this since Wembley. I haven't watched I've been oh, watching wow. highlights only. Um, it just being at Wembley really. It's put my me favorite off. show so, to review. <laughs> it's fantastic because there's so much to fucking talk about because it's always a fucking mess. Um, Sheeta lost it to Paige, and then Paige lost it uh, back to Sheeta for some reason, and then she lost it back to Tony, which is how we ended up here. But so yeah, Tony's had it twice this year. That that alone qualifies her, um, and then obviously the new gimmick. Bianca started the year as champion, won at WrestleMania, lost it uh, via a um, lost it to Oscar, won it back at SummerSlam, and then was cashed in on by EO. Mm -hmm. So she's had the belt more than for longer than anybody throughout the course of the year. And Becky, it's not really been what you said uh, because she was involved 
with Lita as a champion. Then they bought That's Trish true. in as a babyface. Then, then Trish turned on her. The Trish and Becky feud was actually good um, because it was a real feud that didn't need a belt. I think Becky had a good year because she proved that um, she was one of the first people that was having feuds outside of the titles because they really struggled with that. It's like, oh, you're challenging for the belt. Oh, okay, what else are you going to do? Yeah. It's like they elevate people like Zelina and this week they had um, what's her name on? Uh, Minchu or what? Michu or whatever they changed <laughs> their name Chin, to. Minchu. Michin. Uh, Michin. They always, they have to temporarily elevate someone because they never got any contenders and then whilst they're not contending, they don't do anything. Uh, whereas Becky's been doing stuff. So, uh, yeah, the right winner, the winner's obvious because she's absolutely dominated matches and dominated screen time. Um, and I think we're heading towards Becky and Rhea now at, at WrestleMania. So, yeah, she's the she's the winner, clear. Okay. I, I think we should always call her balls on me, Chin. All right. We have male wrestler of the year, and your contestants are Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, MJF and Gunta. I had this um, at a six. And it, it could be a higher easily, easily. I mean, I didn't put it at six because I, I couldn't figure it out. But I had other things that I just were, you know, way high on the list. And I'm like, okay, I got to put them down. So uh, the audience chose Roman at 59%, followed by Gunta at 26 then it's MJF at eight and Seth at seven. Boy, oh boy, Seth. <laughs> Seth, it's, it's, it's one of his best years he's had. <laughs> and no one fucking gives a fuck. Um, I went with Roman here. I think it was, it's just clear that, I mean, he's got this record and he's still fucking going. He's must-see TV every time he comes on. So I... It, it is what it is. And it's funny because MJF has had this belt for fucking ages too. But I think this goes to show you the power of who's watching what programming. Because I think you could probably have MJF second on this fucking list because he's been the main fucking star over there the whole fucking time. So uh, that's where I went with six for Roman. I had a four only, mm. um, just because I I thought it was more important. If Roman has to win the smaller category before he wins the bigger one, so I used six up on him to win the heel, mm. um, which was important that he won that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he has to win this. Um, when the more I think about it, because it's just overall the lack of who's actually had a good year, and it's been a, it's been a good year in wrestling. But that's because they've been able to build up good stories like Sammy had a good year but he's not going to win wrestler of the year but yeah. it was good what they did with him um you know Co Cody was almost a third choice for WrestleMania but by the time he got there he should have he should have won uh according to a lot of people um or they expected him to win and he didn't but from then on like they did good things with him where he was able to work with uh Brock and have those matches but it wasn't wrestler of the year worthy the only person that really I think had a big claim on it was, or Seth, but in the eyes of your observer readers and wrestling magazine writers and whatnot, because it's all about the matches. It's all about, oh, did he have a good match with him? Did he have a good match with him? Uh, he had a fine match with um, Logan Paul, AJ Styles, 
Um, Shinsuke Nakamura feud. Everything is good, but just I just don't think that he should be the champion. Um, there's something with with him that doesn't sit right, doesn't smell like a main event, uh, doesn't doesn't taste like a main event. Like just just, just doesn't. There's just something that that just doesn't hit. Uh, he's not somebody who is going to go away and come back as a part-timer. And by the way, neither is Drew McIntyre or, 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 or other people in this company that they're they're, they're And it, it didn't work for edge either. Like edge got that big deal and they thought he was a bigger star than, than he was. And he was a massive star when he wrestled, but mm. he wasn't able to generate, um, merchandise sales and had draw ratings when he came back and he, he, he wasn't worthy of a part-time contract, um, that, that he had, he wasn't, he wasn't worthy of the Brock money. Only person worthy of the Brock money is Brock, and and now Roman, and also you know now Cena is doing it too, but you have to be special to 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 do that. Um, by the time Sean got it in the late stages of his career, Shawn Michaels was worth worth getting it too, but uh, I don't think Seth's ever going to be there. Seth's never going to be a special attraction where he comes in, um, works a works a program every two months. He's just not. He just hasn't got the natural charisma to do it. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I don't think that. Anybody like um, a McIntyre, anybody can complain about the contract they've been given or the spot they've got either because maybe there could have been stuff they could have done where they could have grabbed the ball and said this and that. But I mean, Seth, Seth to me is more interesting when he's doing media and he says more stuff there, which kind of gets your attention and, and makes your highlight reels and that. I mean, this for me is more of an explanation as to not why Roman won, but why the other three didn't. And I've already talked about why Gunther didn't win heel of the year. I think MGF has regressed. I think going babyface was wrong. I think had he worked as a heel for the whole year and they found babyface opponents for him and they didn't do this bullshit with Adam Cole, who was a cancer to his career, MGF could have won this because mm-hmm. this wasn't Roman's best year. Roman's best year was last year. This year, Roman's been on TV a lot less. Uh, the Bloodline story... Um, you know, jump the shark a little bit. A little bit. He worked tag team matches. He worked tag matches after WrestleMania uh, against the um, against Sammy and Kevin, which they lost. Against the Usos, which they lost. Um, the match with Jay wasn't good. Wasn't great because of the uh, interference. The LA Knight stuff didn't land because it was too predictable who was winning. So he hasn't had his best year, but he still has to win because he's Roman Reigns. And this is the best character that we have, and the best and the, and the most anticipated thing that we have. It's the new streak um, where we're waiting to see who breaks it, and and you can get as much out of it as you can. You can do the rock thing, and when the rock thing's done um, by doing that that four way that you're doing now, um, all of those guys are due singles matches. Yeah. So you can already see like. And 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 the Seth match, Seth and Roman match hasn't happened either. So um, you can you can already see another year's worth there, and that alone tells you um, how well booked this character is for the most part. Apart from that one blip with Jimmy, which is which doesn't really do a Roman, but it does fall under the sort of uh, bloodline category. But yeah, I, it's, it's, it's to me it's a category about how the others have blown it. Um, Seth Seth's not there for me. And MJF has gone backwards, um, and, and Gunther should never be the champion. I don't think. I don't think that should happen. So yeah, it's, it's got to be Roman. All right, uh, that's your like 
awards show. So we're going to talk about if um, we if there was a superstar yeah, just like, just a quick if there was a yeah. superstar yeah, we did put Rear against Roman. Would you still pick Roman? Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. male wrestler always has to. I mean, it, it is what it is. You, you're not. But if it was a mixed category, would you go Re- Roman one, Rear two, or would you find a number two out of Roll- Rollins and MJF? God, it's it's a very good question because it's I have the bias toward you know the male wrestler more you know it's I don't I don't I don't know if it's right or wrong even to have that but it's like I don't think I would buy a ticket to see any of the female wrestlers not solely like oh she's gonna be here now I'm getting a ticket if Roman's gonna be here. You would get a ticket. So it's it's more of the what would you, you know, go to see. I mean, I'm not going but to be like, agree? I don't want them on the card. I would it's fine with me, but I wouldn't fucking if you go think out of my the, way. If you think the trajectory of MJF um hadn't changed and he'd gone into that situation with Adam Cole and, and he had just done the more simple thing rather than overthinking things like Tony does. Mm-hmm. And think, oh, you know, everybody's expecting this, so let's do let's do something different and actually make them friends. No, fuck that. Just do what we're expecting. Just have MJF turn on Adam Cole and then do the match. And MJF's a fucking bad guy, and um, you know, you just carry on with it. And MJF's a bad guy against Adam Cole, and MJF's a bad guy against Samoa Joe. And MJF, full year of bad guy champion. You think he could have won this? Uh won it? No, just because he's in the minor leagues. I feel it's the minor leagues, and um, it's a lot harder to fucking. If there's anything going on in the big time, I think it's hard to overcome uh, from just just that alone. Um, MJF is somebody, though, that you would tune in for. That's the difference, too, when you're talking with the female wrestler stuff, because I'm like, I'm if I know MJF is going to be on, I would like to watch it. I don't go, oh, so-and-so woman is on. I need to see this unless it's, let me see what she's wearing. Uh, But MJF, you want to hear what he is going to say. It's the old, you know, Howard bit. I want to hear what he's going to say next because it was always entertaining, the the shit that he's going to fucking say. It's the same as Punk. I want to hear what he's going to fucking say. It's those guys being able to talk. Just to do some housekeeping quickly uh, before we do the finish with the botches thing. the storyline of the year, which last year mm. Punk and MJF was was second in, um, we're not doing it until there's no bloodline on TV because there's just no point. It's just <laughs> it's just us talking. It's just us talking, re-talking about what the bloodline have done this year. So we will that that category will resurface um, maybe next year when actually maybe we're talking about something that Punk did. Um, yeah. Punk get Punk rolling. Someone maybe it might be worth putting in, um, but it it just it would have won this year. So yeah. we'll just talk about the botches or something so instead. The botch we went to here, uh, the we were like, oh, we should just go to ABW botches uh, and and pick from there to see what it, what the botches were. So we gave uh, these out, and one of them was it was Adam Cole's ankle, it was Dante's ankle, it was Edge's table spot two days before New Year's and it was which I fucking found hilarious when Billy mentioned this one because it's it's not the typical spot botch 
It was Jimmy's turn explanation. Uh, so it was more of a company botch than somebody fucking up something. Uh, the <laughs> And it showed by voting, too, Billy, because number one was Adam Cole's ankle. Number two was Jimmy's explanation. Uh, it went 46% to then 30%. Edge's table spot got 18 and Dante's ankle got six. I kind of agree with the way this is all out. I actually said the ankle um, because it really fucked up everything. And he did it to himself, which no fault of his own. It's not like he fucking, you know, tried to do a flip and land or something. He jumped and shit happens. Uh, it's like me falling down the steps today. Shit happens. Um, Dante's ankle, that. That wasn't like they they did something dangerous, but um, it wasn't a you know, oh if I would have thrown you better, it would you know they they rolled up on each other. That was about it. Edge's table spot was really fucking something else because I have said AEW seems to be like kryptonite to WWE guys. They go there and they forget how to do everything. They forget which way the cameras fucking going where, where they. It's bizarre. Um, so. <laughs> Him throwing fucking uh, Nick Wayne and completely fucking, like, he barely touched his ass to the table. It's like, Jesus Christ. And then uh, Jimmy's turn explanation was the only blip on the radar of the bloodline. It is the only thing I can see. If you take this away, what do you think the, the other thing from the bloodline is that is no good? What's the next thing on the list? I can't, I can't say one thing. But you in have a better sense, memory. Sorry. As in, if you were to say, "Oh, they fucked this up in the bloodline," is there anything other than this ever? I don't even think when they punched no, Paul in the face, it was still good. I was like, at the time, I was like, "Oh fuck, Paul's not going to be with the fucking bloodline," but it was a great story. It was. Like mafia shit, you're going to get your ass fucking beat, and now you can come back in and take your medicine. So I was like, ooh. But um, I can't I can't think of anything that they have fucked up in that bloodline other than Jimmy's explanation for this and then going right back because it's almost like they just... Do you think they just said, oh, fuck, we thought we had something for him to do, but we really don't, so we might as well just keep him over here? Yeah, I have no idea. I, I then that's why, like, uh, you know, I'm glad the audience kind of um, understand why it was there. They must obviously listen to the show and and know that we've spoken about it before. Um, but it was a botch. Um, I, I do feel something changed. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the way that the storyline, you know, is is now with him just being with them, mm. it should have just been that he was with them. What they tried to make him his individual character instead where it's like i'm not with roman i did it so you wouldn't be with with uh so you didn't turn into him it was a weak explanation anyway and his brother beat him up so then instead of being his own instead of being his own heel um it was decided i think after a couple of weeks that we'll just put him back with the bloodline because it just it just doesn't work with him on his own like within a week he was trying to get back with um with with um yeah. with uh, Solo, with Solo. So, you know, it, maybe it would have been a case of, are you going to be with me? Or are you going to be with Roman? If that was the case, like, you know, they could have done a Solo Jimmy feud where Jimmy was actually a, a baby face or something. Um, and now I think maybe, you know, you read stuff and the idea is to do 
Jimmy versus Jay at, at, at WrestleMania. Again, if you were going to do that, then he still could have just been in the bloodline. I, I, I just think the explanation was was right there, and they out, and they outdug themselves, and it was very simple. Um, I got injured. I realized that my um, that 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 this that this business is can be can end like any day. Like you can be out of the business, and I need and the only person who's promised to look after my family if anything happens to me was Roman. Roman told me to look after my family. Because uh, now Roman says to him, what do you need? Like a fucking, um, this car, that car, whatever. Like, um, and you know, and he's there like smiling and he's trying to be like, he's saying, uh, there was a segment where he said, oh, the guy who stepped up this year was, was solo. And Jimmy thought it was going to be him. Yeah. And he's really disappointed about it. So if you want Roman's acknowledgement, um, you could have got that by turning on your brother. That would have been simple. Like Roman bought me a house. Roman bought me a boat. Roman looked after, paid my mortgage for for life. Um, or even the other way, like Roman came to see me at the hospital, and Jay was too busy. It's always that though. They always go to that. <laughs> I'd shy away because it's always you didn't call me while I was out. It's every fucking explanation. You never called me. Okay, but it's. It's still better than what they did. You know what I wish they would do one day is give a wink toward that. Next time someone's like hurt and they're like in a group, they should go, hey, did you make sure to check up on that guy? I don't want him to turn on me when he comes back because we didn't check in on him. <laughs> and just leave it like that and walk away. Well, one thing I will say about this botch is I do think that I do think the Dante one would go higher because I think even though obviously you you said that it's not high up as far as a botch goes and it can happen mm -hmm. i did think it was the most horrific one it was so i do horrific. think it does i mean like, was... i do think it deserves what about that phoenix one was that this year i don't even know if it was this year where his arm bent backwards i think it might have been the other year yeah like when daniel Bryan got stuck in the ring that was the year before as well but um <laughs> i never even I saw think... that but you know what they, they've all got their own merits like adam coles is the dumbest and Dante's is the most disgusting. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy's Jimmy's is a complete like sort of unique thing to put there, where it's where it's really the biggest thing WWE botched, uh, using the word there, um, you know, in, in a different way. But but Edge is the most surprising. It's like yeah. Jesus, like this guy was flawless for years. Then he took time out and he came back after fucking ten years, and he still was very smooth. And didn't make any mistakes. And he goes here to this fucking cancer of an organization and he can't fucking drop a guy from an apron. He's standing on the apron and he missed the fucking table. And it was on <laughs> fire as well. Like, like, what is it? What does it do to you? That what that work environment? And at the same time, like the other guys who were trying to light the fucking table on fire, it went out <laughs> where they could do anything. It's one thing after another. Oh, wow, the Bills are losing. Yeah, I, I mean, why uh, Allen's throwing interceptions in the end zone, like clearly, like to the wrong person. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? He did one. He was going out of bounds, and he just like threw it to the end zone. And there's just a guy sitting there, like it was a fair catch. Like, what the fuck? So that's what we do. But we are through this week with everything. Uh, you gonna join us? Coming up, probably, uh, probably Friday, right? We're going to do another show. 
for everybody. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, we're going to have some uh, information for everyone. And now the game's tied, by the way, Billy. Um, so that's good news for him. And I'm just happy that uh, Houston got my fucking bet. 60 bucks got 360 bucks. Isn't that nice? Uh, it was for Houston to win the division. It's fucking perfect. So uh, that's it. You could uh, check us out at Dirty Sheets X on Twitter. Of course, you guys know that. And um, keep on following us. We will have more stuff for you guys. Uh, for Mr. Billy Body, I'm Cab Manning. We'll see you next time.